This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Tuesday podcast. Today it was Craig and the Governor Chris Christie. Boomer will be back tomorrow. Uh, what's up, dude? How are you? That was uh, that was a quite a struggle today, screening phone calls for that program. Has to be always, especially after 7 o'clock when they did 15 minutes of political talk. Uh, yes, and after... Uh, I knew I was in trouble when uh, the Trump audio leaked of him talking about grabbing women's private parts. I knew I was going to yeah. be in for a long day. That's a problem. Yes, that was a problem. So um, I'm a little more exhausted than usual just talking to the callers. I didn't even realize, I mean, you know, because we're such a tight group, I didn't even realize Boomer was out today. I'm driving in, and I hear Tony Page and Harris talking about Chris Christie's in, and I'm thinking, why? You're right, exactly. I had no idea. Yeah, the Booms uh, this season uh, has taken a couple of Tuesdays after a Monday night sure. game. I think uh, maybe three in total. Three in total. So he's got he one more then. That. Yeah, he's got one in uh, December. That's fine. I mean, whatever. It's just funny how we work. Well, you knew, I'm sure, but I work on the show. I had no idea no he was idea. coming in today. Yes. So, And one of the things that came up, for some reason, the governor is fascinated with my life. Yes, he is. And I wondered this. Well, first of all, I always thought it was a girl thing, girls to other girls, when they said, when are you getting married? I thought that was just what girls did to other girls. Right. But I get an alarming amount of men asking me when I'm getting married. Now, it's always married men. Single guys never ask when you're getting married. Single guys got the life. Single guys never ask. So I know that when you're not married, people ask, when are you getting married? Then when you get married, people ask, when are you having children? Yes. Jerry, you are married with two children. Yes. What do people ask you about your personal life? Nothing. Nothing? No. They don't say anything. Like, what do they do? They have nothing to talk to you about then. The one thing I get from a few of my friends who are not in good marriages... Or how are you and your wife doing so well after so many years because we hate each other? I see. Uh, That I do get from a couple of my friends. And that's unfortunate. That's that's a problem. Now, Eddie thought that maybe people would ask, when are you guys getting a dog? Ask me? Yeah, like people that are married and have children. No. When are you getting a dog? Nobody asks. I got two kids and two cats. My life's good. I'm not, I have no complaints, no other wants for my family. Everybody stay healthy. That's it. And you would never go up to somebody and go, oh, when are you guys getting divorced? Uh, no. That Nobody you asks when we're getting divorced. No, not for you. I'm just saying that's not something that that's people not ask. Common. Uh, one thing is common, even um, people that are married with children, after you have your first, I would say within six months is when you have in your next. Really? And even after two, I would say a couple of years ago, maybe even three years ago, now that my little guy is six and a half, Probably by the time he was three, and after telling people over and over, I'm not having any more children, that finally went away. 
They would say, when do you have really, a third? Which is really annoying because you have no idea if people are having trouble conceiving. Exactly. I have, I have a really good friend of mine who has been married now for 11, 10 or 11 years. And they don't have kids and they can't. And the one thing you will see someone, you know, it'll burn him. Wow, no kids still? What are you doing? Part don't work? It's like, dude, F you. You know, they they have trouble. It's not going to happen. Right. And it's really, it's tough. I mean, you know, I can I can understand. I know you think once the thing goes in and the stuff comes out, a baby comes out, it's, it's just not that simple. And bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Right. It doesn't work that way for a lot of people. I see. So that's another one that's really intrusive. That that's more so intrusive, I believe. Very. You're right, because you don't know when people are struggling to have a baby and want to have a baby, and then people kept keep saying to them, when are you having a baby? Right. Or how about the one where you say that to them and they had a miscarriage? Right. I mean, that's just brutal. That having been said, which I, by the way, say a lot, um, yeah, the fascination with you and getting married, I think it's a couple of things. A, you've played the lonesome homebody for so long on this show that now you have someone and you're not 25 anymore. You're not 85, but you're not 25. People want to see your next step. And I think if Eddie was single and he talked like you talked for the last few years about wanting to be home and alone in Basking Ridge or wherever it might be, they'd have the fascination with Eddie. Eddie's life is boring, let's be honest. Right. And that's and that's a good thing. It means he's not a nutball and he's not doing stupid things. He's very happy when things are good. People want more for you. The governor's fascination with you is disturbing. And then to say, so uh, the, govern, the governor I had invited me to a Bruce Springsteen show, which I went to when I met his wife. Right. And I brought my girlfriend. And I guess the next morning I was uh, being hilarious on the radio, and I must have said something that offended the governor's wife. Uh, if I remember that morning correctly, that was something along the lines of how they were uh, guilting you into dancing. Right. And how True. they kind of got a little nuts with the dancing and oh, they right. didn't they stop. Were, yeah, they were very into the dancing. And I don't know that it was a bit. Oh, okay. Now, I don't so think that part there was wasn't a bit. I don't think there was anything wrong with what you right. said. It was nothing nasty about it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you were very complimentary if I remember Thank you. about how close the family was and how much they enjoyed the concert in Bruce. Absolutely. I don't know why there'd be a problem with that, but I could see maybe if someone took it the wrong way, I guess. I so know. then she called in today to go on the air, and I'm the one who answers the phone. Yeah, when she said you apologized on the air, uh, I was in the control room at the time. Let me just say this. He, he did not apologize. I did not apologize. I not said I'm not close. sure what I said, but... Uh, you just said it was some sort of radio bit. I said, uh, oh, she's, I said, uh, I don't recall saying anything offensive that night. She goes, no, it was the next morning. Oh, I said, oh, I was uh, entertaining America. Yes. Please hold. That was it. And then she said, I apologize. Which you which never I did. did not. You never even came close to Thank apologizing. You, Jerry. So I, I will apologize for things I've done wrong. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh. Not so sure. I have an item for you, Jerry. Now, I don't condone uh, thievery. 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 I don't condone uh, robbers. I don't condone people cutting corners to get places in life. But when a thief does something uh, ingenious, I think, I like to bring it to your they attention. Need to be praised. He has been caught, though. Oh. But a great idea. And no one was physically harmed. This is a man stealing from stores, which is not right, but very, but a great idea. This is a man in uh, Idaho. That's ID, right? The the initials ID, so, yeah. Idaho. A man in uh, Chubb Buck, Idaho. Hey, Chubb Buck. Listen to this guy. 24 years old, young fella, thinking outside the box. Mm. He would wait outside a uh, Home Depot 
and he would weed through the garbage can, right? Like when you walk out of the Home Depot, there's a garbage can. Oh boy. He would look for receipts (laughs) where people paid cash. Yeah. He would take the receipts, walk into the store, find the item that the person purchased, bring it up to the counter and say, I'd like to return this. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And he was getting the cash. Of course he was. He probably did it one too many times. Well, they all get greedy. Right. Like If you're going to do that, you got to move from store to store. Exactly. He was staying in the same Home Depot. That's a moron. Although, how many Home Depots could there be in Idaho? Uh, good point, but you could do it at different stores. It doesn't have to be Home Depot. That's true. I go to Target. I walk out. I throw the receipt right in the garbage. Yep. You probably helped this guy out. I probably have. He was arrested and charged with three counts of felony burglary. Felony burglary? Yeah. How much money did it say he got? Uh, it or doesn't say, but his, uh, his, his bail or bond, whatever, that, whatever the difference is, $7,500. Hmm. And he has a hearing scheduled for later this month. Oh, so this is really recent. Yeah, very recent. Jerry, I have only the most recent stories here. You have a Home Depot in your area. I do. Have you tried this? I have not. Will you? But I will tell you that when I've returned items that I've purchased, as I'm walking through the store, in my head, I think I could just pick up any yes. item and say, I'm returning this. That's why the receipt is so important. But a lot of places will just say, uh, oh, well, you'll get, like, if you don't have the receipt, they'll store give you credit. store credit. It's still cash. Right. I mean, you're basically just giving away product. Yes. I agree. That's funny. I, there, you know the one that places really, Target's really tough. If you don't have a receipt, they ain't taking it They're not interested. No. Get out, basically. Or how about this? If you use a debit card, I don't know if this is the case every time, but I know one time last month, a couple months ago, I went back and my wife bought something there that she asked me to return. I did not have her debit card. I had mine. They would not give, they would not allow the return. She had to do it or I had to have her card. Right. I have so, seen that. That kind of sucks. Here's an ingenious fellow not doing criminal activity. I give to you a man visiting the Bay Area from Lithuania. He wants to work in San Francisco. But he doesn't have a lot of experience or ways to get... You know, you have to reach the decision makers, Jerry, for jobs. Of course. Like someone here would need to get in touch with Mark Chernoff. Yes. If you wanted a job at FAN. That's the only way. It's the only way. And perhaps if you called the front desk and said, how would I, I need to send a resident to Mark Chernoff, you never know whether he's going to really get it. Right. So this guy, another smart thing, although, again, this part probably is illegal. He had T-shirts made up that said Postmates, which is the delivery service that Craig uses right. to get food delivered. Mm-hmm. He saw the type of T-shirts they wore around the city, and he got he went to a T-shirt company <laughs> and got a Postmates T-shirt. He then bought a box of donuts, or many boxes of donuts, and he would go to businesses where he thought he could get a job. He would act as a Postmates delivery person to say, I have a delivery for, say, Mark Chernoff. (laughs) Mark wouldn't turn down donuts, right? Right. And in the donut box, he would put his resume. Oh, my God. And he got... Don't tell me he got a job. He got no. He did get multiple interviews. Wow, he's not really? landed a job yet. Yeah, that is something. How did he get arrested? Right for like intruding or that's funny. He said it did take him three or four different t-shirt places because some of them would not make up the t-shirts because he was not a member of Postman, and they were probably concerned it would get back to them. Yes, makes sense. That's funny. So we have a smart criminal. And a smart job seeker. Well, the criminal's in jail, and the job seeker doesn't have a job yet. Okay, so well, for two, so I guess. So how about creative? Creative. couple of creative people. You know, the funny thing is, I don't know if you uh, if you 
agree with this or not, but usually when you're trying to get a job, the best thing to do is actually just call the person. Like, you, you almost get the sense, like, oh, there's so many layers to where you... Yes, yeah, you know, lots right? of layers. If you would think, if you wanted to call, I don't know, anybody, find out who the boss is, call and ask for them, <laughs> just get them on the phone, be amazed. Now, I don't think it'll work every time, but I bet you more times than not you could get to that person, and you would show a lot of uh, drive, mm-hmm. right, and creativity to get to them, they could get hired on the spot. Or a lot of times, if you just know the person's name who's in charge... yes. And you have any other person's email from that company, it probably follows the same I've pattern. I've wondered that. Now, do you think, like, if I wanted to send John Mara something? Right. We obviously have some email addresses. Do you yes. think I could just put I in think the information so. I think and it would get to him? Because it would go to him. I do. Interesting. Now, I don't know if his secretary would cut that off. Does she weed out? Well, that's what I mean. Or does it go right to him? I, that's how I found Mike Tannenbaum without going through Is Jets PR a couple of years ago. How about that? I had the Jets PR email. And you just... And I just... In, in inserted uh, Mike Tannenbaum's right. name. That's funny. And he wrote me right back. Right, immediately. Same phone thing. Went Who off. else did I recently do that with? Um, oh, there was a guy Craig was getting trying to get in touch with him, we, and we tried that, and he got right back to me. Oh, Adam Silver with the NBA. <laughs> That's how you got in touch with him? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. I emailed Adam Silver just using somebody else's email address from the NBA. I might have to start emailing Jerry Jones. You, I would give that a shot. Or Steven, at least. Right. To see if it worked. Right. Hey, great job with the draft picks. I work on this. Hey, this DAC is really working I gotta out. I got to tell you. Really proud of you guys. Yeah. Let's see if you get a thank you in return. That would be awesome. I used I get to, fired. When I was job hunting, this was before um, the internet was a thing. No, I guess the internet was a thing. I just, uh, it wasn't that popular. but new. I, It was new. Um, I used to try to uh, get in touch with um, the decision maker like a Mark Chernoff type, and mm-hmm. I would ask, could I come in to pick his brain about the industry? That was that was your way of, that was of my getting end. in. Yeah, and then I'd come in, talk to him for a few minutes, and on my way out the door, I'd go, oh, here's my resume in case anything, if you think anything fits. Did that ever work? Uh, I got many uh, informative interviews right where they said, sure, come by for 10 minutes. But never a job. I did not get a job out of it. But you met people. But I met people. I met people at... Higher ups at MSG when I was a really okay, yeah. Look at you, the satellite radio companies. Wow, too bad it didn't work. That did those did not work. Of course, out. had it done work, had it worked, you wouldn't be sitting wouldn't here, be here doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly, Jerry. I mean, you could be like a TV star. I might be a TV star, like an Adam Shine type. I don't think so. Oh, not that kind. No, I don't. All think right. so. I don't or think something similar. I don't think Shine on Sports, Dukes on Sports would probably well, work. It might work. I could see you doing more of a. Um, like a show for guys, guy talk, how you live your life. Kind of the podcast you do, but in front of a camera. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. You know, marriage. Well, not marriage tips. Like uh, a men being men. Are you getting married men, soon? Or? Like, a, like a men being men type of yeah, show, Yeah, stuff like that. You know, I think that could be a possible. manly show. I don't see you breaking down last night's Giants game. No. You know, I couldn't see you screaming on CBS Sports Network at 6 o'clock. What is Bochi doing? Not going to happen. You've done TV work, Jerry. I've done some, yeah. I always wonder, like, when you start talking and you're you're looking into the camera, yeah. how do you not think I'm staring into a camera? <laughs> like, I really don't know. How do you do that? Well, I've done two things. I've worked with a teleprompter. So you're really not even looking into the camera. You're looking into the teleprompter. You're, you're reading. I mean, it's literally, it's a screen that crawls with your foot. You have a gas pedal. In most cases, I don't know all oh, of them. Oh, is that how that controls? How yeah. fast? I always and wondered so, that, too. I'm like, what if they're scrolling too because fast? Because people read and speak in different flows. So usually you got to get used to it. 
Uh, I've only used it once, and it was kind of cool, actually. And you write everything, you insert it, and you're working with the prompter. Um, I think today, this is probably 10 years ago. Today, though, if you watch all these Sports Center guys, they're walking around doing it. And I think you have to figure out what your there's a number for your speed read. And once you insert that in, once you hit go, the thing just crawls, and you've got to keep up. I, I don't know if there's a manual stop to it or not. Yeah. But so you don't even feel like you're looking into a camera. Then there were times when I used to work at CN8 years ago in Jersey. You're just looking into the camera. I don't know. I don't even think of it because you're listening. I'll tell you who I think about when I see him on TV. Sal Licata. Okay. So when he's on SNY. How did now he's not reading a teleprompter? No, so no. how did he learn how to do that? You just do to it. look into the camera you and not be panicked. No, you could do I'd it. I'd be full on panic. No, you could mode. do it. There's nothing. There's nothing to panic about. You just talk into the camera like it's your buddy. All right, take for instance right now. You see what I've got here, Al? Your uh, camera phone. Right. So we are now broadcasting live on Periscope. So this is a camera. Okay. So look into the camera. Hi. And talk sports. Oh, um, that was quite a game. See, already I'm just staring right into the hole of the camera. But I'm Jerry. right behind the camera. So I should look at you I'll move or it up. I look at the I'll camera? Move it up. So look past the camera, look at me. Let me ask you this. Could you get a teleprompter on your phone that I could look at and then read something about the sports? No, but look how natural you are already. Okay, very natural. Green Rocket says, Hi. yo! Is that a person? I guess. Oh, on the Periscope. Yes. Hmm. So talk to him. Oh, hi, Green Rocket. What did you think of the Giants game this weekend against the Packers? So you're being weird again. Oh. See, when you just talk, you're good. And by the so way, don't for, be weird. So people on Periscope, we're doing the podcast, and Al's trying to figure out how people, like TV people, talk into. Hi, that was my wife. Into a camera. Uh, into a camera. Your wife's on be Periscope weird. as well? Just, no, she texted oh, me. Oh, she texted you. And so I figure we might as well show Al doing the podcast okay. onto a camera. Oh, Look I have something camera. I can do into Look the, at camera. the camera. Oh, hi. Yeah. What kind of underwear are you people wearing? And by you people, I mean you people there in the camera that I'm staring at and not breaking eye contact with and not being awkward at all. What kind of underwear do you wear? Oh, is this how we're doing this? I'll tell you what I wear. <laughs> Mac Weldon. And why do I wear Mac Weldon? Because they're comfortable, because they're stylish, and if you sweat in them, you won't smell. Because they have some sort of technology there, some sort of wizardry that they're working with, where they have underwear that's made of material that doesn't smell. Did I mention stylish? Right now, I, I actually have on underwear that's blue with white uh, stripes. Kind of like, I feel like a sailor when I wear them. Kind of feel like a sailor. By the way, you're killing this. So let me tell you, you should also choose Mac Weldon. Because here's the other good thing. You do it all online, so you don't have to bring up packages of underwear to the counter to present to either the grandmother working there or the college girl working there. That feels awkward. Everything I do is awkward. Why should my underwear purchasing experience be awkward? MacWeldon.com. They also have T-shirts, and Jerry, I believe you have a couple pairs of socks. I'm actually wearing the T-shirt right now, and I'm wearing the socks right now. But They're no underwear. Big. Wow. Uh, not right now, because I kind of go You're back and forth free. with different things. Oh, I thought you had I'm no underwear under on. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, no, no. I, you were I have another, another brand on, but okay. I do have the T-shirt and the socks on right now, and they right. are fantastic. If you go to MacWeldon.com now and you use the promo code POSTGAME, you will get 20% off. And that's only if you listen to this podcast and punch in POSTGAME. 
20% off your order at MacWeldon.com. Now, let me ask you this. Yes, Jerry. And I, by the way, Nick Smets, GM, and I agree we should do the podcast every day. And someone, by the way, should at some point put us on camera because this is fantastic. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people think we're weird. Okay. Something Probably this is at you. bizarre. And some, uh, no, I'm not wearing Dak Prescott underoos. Thank oh. you very much there, Ernie Schiavone. Um, or Schiavone or whatever your name is. But um, I think Schiavone. I think he nailed it I would like it the to say time. this. That was very comfortable. Okay. Now I think you understand how to look into a camera and do a segment. You hear that, TV producers? I'm ready. All right, Periscope, we got to go. We got to finish the podcast. The rest will be up later. Yes. And his, yes, yes, Mad Pipe 13. He wanted to know if your head is a little bit shiny today, and that would be it because is. you how you shaved with your Harry's this morning. I did. Look at that. And then, nice uh, catch. Unfortunately, my head still produces grease. Yeah, Even though all, I have no that's hair. Weird. That's kind of weird. Or oils. I should say oils. Oils, yes. Oils. Right, say goodbye to Periscope. See you, Periscope. No, no, do it right. Sue! To Periscope. It's not the end of the podcast. All right. Out looking into the camera. That went quite well. All right. See, you're a phony. You're good at this stuff. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, look at this photo I have here. I know this is um, visual, but you'll explain to the audience what I have here. The headline is Weekend's I saw this. Oddest 911 Call. I saw that. A bald eagle. Yeah was stuck in the grill of a car. I know. And he they got him out safely. And they That's amazing, they man. sent him to a um like a shelter a or bird or? repair uh, rehab place and they say he's going to be great. Nice. An actual full-on bald eagle in in the grill of someone's car and of course this is in Florida. <laughs> Someone, the guy who was driving the car with the bird in the grill didn't know the bird was in his grill. Of course he didn't. Why would you? Someone going the other way traffic-wise was like, I think that's a bird in the grill. Turned around, followed the guy, had him pull over would to you say. Have stopped? Uh, no. I would have called 911. Right, said, someone a, following me. Right. Oh, but, uh, no, I would never pull over from right. some guy. No. Especially not in Florida. Not in Florida. So, yeah, the bald eagle. It's quite a photo. That is a weird-looking photo. Yeah, Clay I, County, Florida. I actually saw a, what are they, groundhogs or whatever. I saw one. Beavers? Di- I saw one die. No, not a beaver. I saw one die the other day. I saw one get by a car. Really? Yeah, I never, you know, you always see them on the side. Not an right. otter. No, I said a groundhog. Oh, a groundhog. <laughs> not an otter or a beaver. It's a groundhog. Uh, I saw one get hit, and it was, oh, it was sad. You saw the, uh, I saw it in action. I saw it in action. It was trying to run across as fast as it could. And it hit the wheels, and it spun high up in the air, and clunk. Ew. That's, well. Did you stop to try to help it? Alive? Now you're not. That's how delicate life yes, is. Yes, very I quickly. try and stop to help yeah. it? It looked like a pancake. No, I didn't <laughs> stop to try and help it. Was I going to bring it home and cook it for dinner? Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies? When I was living in Florida one time, I saw a bird flying. It was one of those, like, cranes, like a bird that they call a crane, I believe, has a really long neck. Okay. But it was flying. It had a very large wingspan. It was a big bird. And it looked in slow motion. I was driving in the car with my then girlfriend. And the bird, it was looked like slow motion. The bird was flying, and he went, like, his neck hit the electrical wires that he was flying <laughs> in. So he drilled it, flipped, and splat down <laughs> onto the pavement. Oh my God. She goes, stop the car. <laughs> I go, I'm not, no. <laughs> I don't know how to rehab a bird. Did you stop the car? I didn't, because I really think you. he snapped his, I was more afraid that it would bite me out of fear. Was this the wonderful girlfriend you went on the trip with uh, <laughs> that you fought the whole week? No, no, no. <laughs> this was the girlfriend who I told the story once for Valentine's Day. I got her a blow dryer. 
<laughs> With a red ribbon on it. She said she wanted a blow dryer. I thought she meant for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Turns out not for Valentine's Day. She just needed a she blow dryer. She just wanted you to go on a Friday and get her one. <laughs> right. She just needed a blow dryer, not as a gift. Right. So she tells you on October 9th, or I'm sorry, on February 1st, she needs yeah. a blow dryer. So instead of running out and getting it, you're like, oh, perfect. Perfect. Valentine's Day is in 14 thing. days. Yep. I'll hold it. Yeah. That is something special. Yep. Got that her. That did not go over well. No, so but I you've would had not, some weird stories, I would man. not recommend a blow dryer for a Valentine's Day I don't Day even gift. think I get my wife anything for Valentine's Day anymore. I, I bet you had I come up with nothing, I'd have been in a better... Better situation. A, a less argument All than presenting other, right? someone with a blow dryer. Yeah, that's kind of a, a red weird ribbon gift. On. Yeah. That's kind of like, you know, you get your wife, you know, a treadmill <laughs> for their birthday or something. <laughs> that's not going to go that's well not in a good most one. cases. Not, not a good gift. Not going to go so well. No, not at all. Mm. Hmm. All right. All right, Jerry. That's warm all up I have. Coming up next, it was it was okay today. I enjoyed the warm-up today. Oh, it was good then. I thought it was good. I honestly don't remember it. Yeah, it was good. We had a lot of quick bang, 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 good stories. Well, there you have it. So that's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Make sure you download this. And, well, obviously, if you're hearing it, you did. So thanks. Right. We, 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 we do and, appreciate that. Oh, and tell a friend. Like, whoever you're in the cubicle next to, tell them they should also download this. All right, because this is awesome. Or if you're in a car, roll your window down. Tell the person next to you, you know what would be an awesome thing to listen to in your car? The Boomer and Carton post-game podcast. How cheap do you think those uh, plane banners would be now? Uh, to fly over like the Jersey Shore? Very cheap. <laughs> Get it for 10 bucks a day. <laughs> Let's just fly our post-game podcast promos. <laughs> no one would see it. No, we need, Jerry, is stickers. And then we just... Yeah. Stick them around If Rook's places. got stickers, why right. don't we have stickers? People love to put I'm a Rook sticker in on in their car. We could do that. We could do that relatively cheaply, too. Yeah. I think we should do that. Stickers. We go 50-50. All right. Stickers. How much do we sell them for? No, we don't sell them. We oh. give them out, and then people, and then it's free advertising. I like that. All right. We're just the, up on things. Here's the problem. Finding the podcast. Oh, I see. How would you find that? I see this. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying. How it, about just on? If you we, know where to go, we write a sticker, right? Yeah. It says uh, post game podcast with Alan Jerry, and then it says to find it, Google it, or we just, or go to iTunes, or we just stop being so cheap and we for nineteen dollars get a website. Oh, a website that will link you to play it or to iTunes, depending upon what system you use. Oh, that's easy enough. Download. That is kind of easy. That's good. Right. I think maybe we do that. All right. We'll get a website and mm. then stickers. All right. The warm-up coming up next. First, Al will say goodbye again. Sue! It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right. Today will be Craig Carton and uh, Governor Chris Christie coming up at 6 o'clock. But for the next 15 minutes, Al and myself are here. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Did you... Now, when you woke up this morning or middle of the night, whatever, were you surprised that the Giants and Cubs were still playing? I was. And I was had some interest in this game because sure. it was Jake Arrieta versus uh, Bumgarner. Yeah, Bumgarner. Bumgarner. Yeah. I did have interest in that, Jerry. When I woke up and I thought, well, what is going on here? Like, what, this game is on, what, in the middle of the night? And yeah. then it went 13 innings. It ended just prior to midnight out west. 
Yeah, I listened to the Harris Allen updates in the overnight on the way in. So you got all your information. And uh, Harris was doing an update when the game ended. Oh, is that true? That's right. So Because, yeah, I guess it was right around 240-ish. Yes. Uh, it really was. You know, it's a, it's a shame here in New York that it was such a good game that no one gets to see. These teams are a lot of fun to watch. And you had the, uh, the excitement in the eighth inning as they beat Chapman. And then you get the Bryant home run. And here we go to extra innings. And Joe Panic, I think he's from Yonkers. Went to St. John's. He had the uh, the game winner for the Giants, so they stay alive. They are such a tough out. It's remarkable. They won 6-5, but again, no one in New York or very few people in New York saw it. I did watch the uh, Nationals and Dodgers yesterday. I mean, these games take forever. Yeah, you were tweeting a lot of code words well, during that game. <laughs> Instead of HBP, I, I wrote HPB by mistake. Someone was hit by a pitch, Jerry. You needed yes. to let us know that. The guy's hanging over the plate. He it was a strike. In. I mean, it was a joke. And in the inning prior... Uh, one of the guys in the Dodgers, I forget who it was, got hit, and they didn't give it to him because they said it hit the bat when it didn't. It clearly hit his hand, but whatever. It was the game took four, it was four and a half hours for a nine inning game. Well, they said the uh, the Giants Cubs game was like five and a half hours yes. long. But uh, at least on. that was thirteen innings. Yeah, but come. On. Well, no one wants five and a half hours. Well, it was of baseball. five hours. It wasn't five and a half. Except but Evan. still, you get your you. I mean, you get your point, and I understand it. Yes, so, anyway. and then the Red Sox got swept. Yes, they're over by David Ortiz. Now, did you see this uh, Red Sox pitcher, Joe Kelly? I think the story you're talking about, yes, I think so. He left a pair of tickets to last night's game for Ken Bone. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Why is Ken Bone so... I don't understand. Because he he was the gentleman, a portly fellow. Right. Uh, he was wearing a red sweater right. and his glasses. Right. And he um, asked a question uh, uh, of the debate the other night right. between Clinton and uh, Trump. And then afterwards, he took a uh, photo with a disposable camera, so he became somewhat of an internet sensation. Just because he was kind of like a the whole, schlumpy fella. The whole package. throwback from the 80s with yes. the throwaway camera. Yes. Okay, so this I'm not a... missing anything. It was just that we fell in love with this portly man that right. had a throwaway camera. And the the bright red sweater, uh, the, the company that makes that sweater immediately sold out of them. People Come went on. online. Now, who's buying that sweater? It became a, a Halloween costume oh, that people it. are going to be uh, doing this Halloween, Jerry. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, so he, which is silly to leave tickets for him. If he's not going to show up, yeah. Right. But we've seen those this before. playoff tickets. Yes. So no one got to use those last night? I guess not. Because they left them for Ken Bone? I guess there were two empty seats at Fenway, although I'm sure somebody sat in those seats. You think I'm, someone grabbed them when they realized yes. Ken Bone and his red sweater were not showing up? I'm pretty sure someone sat in those Now, seats. Ken Bone did a uh, radio interview with a sports station, I think in St. Louis yesterday. They People wanted to know all about him fascinating fellow. Really? He, he seems kind of boring. Well, he only went with the red sweater, which has become iconic for him now. Iconic? Uh, or something. <laughs> uh, because he evidently split his uh, slacks uh, in the car and had a had his red sweater to go with a different outfit. Hmm. So, yeah, he had tickets That's left That's fascinating for to you, huh? It is. <laughs> boneless. Remember when the, uh, Jerry Glanville, yes. the, uh, the uh, Houston Oiler coach, yeah. and who else did he coach? The Falcons, maybe? He used, yes, he did. He used to leave tickets for Elvis. That's stupid. Yes, I Elvis agree. is dead, Jerry. Elvis you know that. Elvis has left the building. Yeah. I, I don't know that he was dead. He might have died recently. Could have been in Hawaii. So they thought, I guess Jerry Glanville thought Elvis was still alive and could possibly use his... That was the thought, yes. ...tickets on Sunday. Seems like a big, complete waste. Would have been great, though, if Elvis one day showed up to a I mean, random no one believed it Oiler was him, game. But no one would have believed it was him. Oh, that's him. true. It's kind of like when you see a celebrity when you're walking down the street. You take a double take. Nah, that wasn't them. I'll use...
Not me. That normally is me, Jer- uh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I know. You told me on the podcast how yes. famous you think you are. <laughs> and then in uh, in other Boston sports news, Jerry, yeah. Tom Brady uh, did an interview. He and did. He said, sadly. On WEEI, he yeah. said he learned his lesson about being nude. You know, when you have that experience, you go, okay, I won't probably never do that again. And that's talking about being photographed naked when he was on vacation with his wife. He said, how about this? He talked about, uh, they had asked him if they if he saw the guy. And he said, there's no way I saw him. And he, he explains why. I didn't know until I got home. So, And that must have been from two miles away. I mean, I, I, there was nothing within, I mean, however long that lens was, was, I mean, must have been the closest thing was miles. Now, I don't even know this. Eddie probably knows long this better. Lens. You seem like a camera guy. I mean, how far can you take a picture from? There are satellites in space that can uh, I, oh, come, I, on. come on, dude. It. I'm talking about a guy on the street that can take a picture of somebody. I'm not talking about some astronaut in a damn spaceship. I see those pictures Quite from powerful. National yeah. Geographic where they they no one wants to be near the lion, so they're very far away with those gigantic lenses, Right, Jerry. so my question is how far away can a human being be to take a picture of someone else? I mean, can it literally be miles away? Yes. That's crap. I mean, it really is. must have been weird. Imagine, like, you woke up this morning and you go to open your New York Post to check on uh, the latest stories on the Jets and Giants. There you are, nude. In There's, your backyard, I love being nude. Why is that sunbathing? legal? Honestly, why that is not that be legal? Because he's a uh, considered a celebrity, and he's out in public. He walks around nude. You can take his photo. Evidently. So if you're at a hotel, right, and you're in your space that you are renting or leasing, and you're for nude in a, a pool, month, right, that's public. That's a public I space. I think so. Yeah. So, so is th- your hotel room a public space? No. See, the Aaron Andrews thing was different because that was uh, like uh, they had to look in the peephole. No, I get that. What I'm saying is if I am paying to be somewhere and I am on their property, I mean, it certainly looked like the pictures that we saw. Forget the stuff on the beach. I get that. There there were a picture that he's in a like a lounge chair in a private area of a space he's renting. That's up for photographs? I guess so. Something wrong with I'm that. I'm with you, Jerry. Honestly, there's something wrong If I'm going to sunbathe nude, I don't want any photos being taken. No. The Knicks played last night. How about Carmelo Anthony? I see you've got this on the uh, rundown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, evidently, Jerry. I want to see if you do this. Uh, when he, he gets a sweet tooth sometimes at night, and he wants to run up to the uh, to a bodega, which I guess is like a convenience store. Yes. Is that right? Yes. A bodega? It's a convenience store in a city. Yeah. Oh, in a city. Where Carmelo lives, evidently, and he he goes to the convenience store in a uh, in a in a bathrobe. Good for him. Put I don't a, wear bathrobes. You could put a pair of pants on. Yeah, I get you some candy and a sweat a hooded sweatshirt. I completely agree with you. If you're going out and you're eight feet tall like Carmelo <laughs> and you're wearing a robe, you're begging people to stare at you. Yes, looking for attention. Like you you stop at a, at a uh, convenience store in the morning. Stopped the one this morning to get your coffee. Yep. There a guy. There was a tall gentleman in a robe. You would stare at him. If there was a guy in a robe in a convenience store at three o'clock in the morning, I'm not going into that convenience store. I'm wondering what's, what is he hiding? I, uh, no, that's that's weird. I even see this in in Jersey on the weekends where guys will run up to get a bagel from the bagel shop in their pajama pants. By the way, it's not just guys. Women do it too, where they're wearing those pajama pants to right. like walk their dog at seven or eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Put some clothes on. But a man in it's pa- gross. A man in pajama pants. Man or woman, it's disgusting. I have driven to the McDonald's. Put some in clothes on. Put a pair of jeans on. They're so comfortable. But, but in your I'm case, I'm not getting out. You're not getting car, out. You're running through drive-through. drive-through. That's uh, right. as gross as that is too. 
that's fine. He's in his own car. The people that go out in public, because then you're sitting there looking at them. They even brush their teeth. Right. They, they clearly didn't. haven't combed their hair. Nope. The whole thing's disgusting. So I totally agree with you. Carmelo oh, can do better. Now I'm picturing Eddie in his pajama pants in a McDonald's drive-thru. Getting a sausage How's biscuit. That going for you? <laughs> it's Enjoy not going great in my it. head. So you mentioned Carmelo. So last night the Knicks had a preseason game at Madison Square Garden. And Brandon Jennings had like an electric three threes in a row. And they wanted to, I think it was the Wizards or something. They wanted to win it. But listen to this because this happened and this fascinates me. This is preseason basketball. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, never heard 20,000 people chant my name before. So that was pretty awesome. 20, that place was apparently sold out for a Nick preseason game. And I know there's some excitement with the Knicks this year with the moves they made. Although the Derrick Rose, I don't know if you've kept up on this. I have. I mean, this guy, wow. I mean, the, the civil case out in California is disturbing, to say the least. Yeah, interesting text exchanges. Oh, my God. I mean, this gal had. Why do you suppose it's not getting more, uh, I want to say coverage? I mean, it's in the newspaper, but nobody's talking about it. I mean, it is really some damning stuff. And I don't know if because he's guilty, the, he's not guilty, yeah, but it doesn't look good. I think, be, and I, I've only casually looked at it, I think because it's sort of like, he said, she said stuff. Yeah, both people did que- seem to have but done questionable I, things. That I don't evening. disagree with anything you're saying there. But some of the things he discussed and what he thinks is consent and what wasn't that came out the other day. Right. Man, it just doesn't look good. But anyway, I know there's a lot of excitement with the Knicks, with Noah and Rose coming here. And Brandon Jennings doing what he's doing. And now Porzingis put on weight. 20,000 people for a preseason game? They love people, people love, love to just go to the garden, I think. I guess, but you know what? I think mostly the people that were there last night, if they're chanting Brandon Jennings, Brandon Jennings, I don't think that's just someone that wants a garden experience. I think there's Nick fans that maybe it's more affordable to go to a preseason game, but they packed that place in last night. Maybe they're Jets and Giants fans realizing their season's over. Let's hop aboard this Knicks bandwagon and see what happens. Very possible. You know what's almost over too? This little segment. Oh. We gotta take a quick break. Craig and the governor coming up next. It's the Boomer and Carton. Shut it down with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFA. Shut, shut it down. You done? Uh Craig and the Governor coming up in just a moment. Quickly, Giants beat the Cubs in 13 innings. Game ended at 240 this morning, 6-5 the final. 20 seconds, I'll go. Jerry, a man in the Green Bay area was stabbed when he went outside to defend his inflatable Viking player that he had on his front lawn. Oh, that's unfortunate. Someone was stabbing it, and he went to, def- to defend it and was then stabbed. Craig and the governor next. Listen to Boomer and Carton mornings from 6 to 10. Beningo and Roberts middays 10 to 1. And Mike Francesa afternoons 1 to 6.30. Or catch their show podcasts anytime at play.it. Powered by your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan. Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN and WFAN FM, New York.